What's up, everybody? It's another sunny day, maybe, wherever you are. Uh, We are joined today by one of our lovely, distinguished heroes, a good friend of my my own, my kin. Uh, Well, Michael. Michael, we'll we'll just we'll just leave it at Michael. This is I forgot your last name, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to. I'm kidding. Uh, but Michael is uh, joining us all the way from the East Coast uh, in the great state of Virginia. Uh, Michael, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Michael and I go way back. We used to uh, work together um, in in a, a pretty difficult industry, to say the least. Uh, but Michael, uh, from what you've, you've told us here, uh, Michael originally, uh, found us when we were just getting started and actually I think won one of our very first giveaways, Oh yeah, uh, where on. we gave away, go get it. <laughs> we gave away, uh, a Pathfinder second edition rule book. Nice. There it is. Yeah. And some yes, dice, sir. the age of ashes official dice. My dice are in here. My dice are in here somewhere. I'd, I'd have to dig for them, but oh, it's, the it's <laughs> but uh, and uh, just recently uh, reached back out within the last couple of months, and uh, you know, life life swept them away for a bit, and then let me know, hey, I'm I'm catching back up. I'm working my way through season one, and then I want to say like a week later, you were <laughs> current. Like <laughs> you crushed like a hundred hours of. Uh, basically good or something like in that time frame is that it right? was a lot it was a lot and so just to kind of set the stage like i am big like i almost exclusively listen to podcasts when i'm driving um, sure I, I don't know i just have a hard time like sitting in one place and and just like melting into that conversation i guess um so when i'm driving it really i'm always in like the perfect mindset for it and then when so i always listened on my commute and when the pandemic hit um, I really didn't drive anywhere. Sure. And yeah. I s- literally stopped listening to like all my favorite podcasts, <laughs> um, which I don't listen to many. Um, but I just, I don't know. I couldn't bring myself to do it. I was also just in a, in a funk. I'm sure everybody was. Um, but yeah. Sure. Then, yeah. Totally. And then with the recent move, um, my commute is now like 45 minutes each way. It's like the perfect, uh, you know, perfect length where I, like this morning, I knocked out um, half the episode on the way in, and then like the other half on the way to lunch, and then like the uh, Starfinder on the way home. So, you know, it definitely just keeps, you know, it gives me something to look forward to, and I've just, uh, I've loved it. I've, it's, I've really, it's really cool to be on with you guys because like <laughs> I've spent so much time in the past couple of months just like All listening right. to your voices in my car. Um, but yeah, no, I just hope you guys know how much I, I really enjoy um, the <laughs> podcast and it's it's done a lot for me. That's tight. Yeah. No, it's super cool. And That's I cool. mean, obviously, you know, when we had talked and you were like, hey, like, I think I want to, we, we talked a little bit. I feel like it's ridiculous. We have each other's cell phone numbers, but we we only talk <laughs> on Snapchat. <laughs> I don't know why. Dude, we're like, <laughs> you're, I'm like your side piece, bro. Like, you gotta, <laughs> the, the messages delete so that. Yeah, I gotta uh, so get those receipts, dog. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we like, and I will, I will be like, ooh, I wonder if Michael got back to me and like, check Snapchat to see. It's very just, funny. Like, we we probably should just switch it over to good old-fashioned iMessage but yeah um 
but yeah so but that's me but yeah um yeah. i crushed i i think and i'm a total like i do that with tv shows too i'm a huge binger um and i'm experiencing now like the classic like you get caught up and then you have to wait a week for the next episode to drop where i was so in tune of like I get a new episode literally every day. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, so I was like dreading yeah. getting to the end. Um, but now I feel like I like, I don't know. I'm, I'm going in the discord all the time, which shout out uh, everyone in the discord today. Cause this has been hilarious, especially in the <laughs> yeah. 30 minutes leading up, um, <laughs> you know, getting, getting a good dose of Harry Styles fan fiction um, before logging on was, was a real treat. Um, now I have more time and I like I'll listen to the pre-pods because it's not like, you know, I'm like, oh, next episode because I definitely skipped over like all the pre-pods when I was just oh, yeah. binging through. <laughs> um, but now I've been now I have more time to kind of go through and do that. So listening at a more somewhat relaxed pace. But um, no, I, I've loved all the stories. And I, that was one of my favorite things is just like the lore. I'm st- I've never been into um, or at least until I played with Zach, I had never been into like the tabletop games, but I've always been a big fantasy nerd um yeah especially with books so i felt like i had a really good base of just like going into that world and like exploring the lore and like you know obviously lord of the rings and like that's my that's my big one and you know i feel like pathfinder and you know it's it's the same thing it's it's just a it's a yeah. world where it's like here's what this crazy freaking brain dropped into this and like what's it going to be and there's so many different human elements and um so yeah i just i enjoy it yeah that's that's something that i specifically love about pathfinder is the lore that they have and and it's been really fun to like look look at the lore and i mean there's too many there's too much content like they roll yeah. out a new a new book for a new ap every uh-huh. month and then the same with starfinder <laughs> so they're constantly building this huge world and um yeah you just can't get to all of it and then even with our own canon and roping yeah. in some of our mm-hmm. old campaigns and stuff like that's that's why i love i love this it's, specifically it's, just yeah, it's, it's mind-blowing it's mind-blowing to me and there's just so freaking much and i've, I've oh, really oh, loved like having go. this book and then the um the the website the archives of of nethys um, yeah i mean yeah. i just like anytime there's a battle like i pull it up and like so i can get like the dm <laughs> info on that monster <laughs> that's um, awesome and, that's and just kind of and just like laugh at you guys when you don't know its weaknesses or whatnot but uh <laughs> yes. that. that's so sick um but i i don't know that just gives it an added element of like i feel so like into the the story and just like the action so like and that's just another aspect of being able to dive in and so i just I am always so fascinated by just the the backstory and the world building. I have a question. Um, Go ahead. Right before we started recording, you were talking about how y'all played a campaign together and it was your first experience um, with Zach DMing. I want to know about your character. Who is your first character? Oh, yeah. So, so my character was a wizard and I would probably always be a wizard. Um that's like i don't know i always feel like a a kinship with (laughs) with the wizard so shout out jackson um but yeah i think like a couple weeks in zach realized like oh hey you can actually be a sorcerer and have this like demonic like backstory or something Mm -hmm, of that sort and i think i switched it up to where i was a sorcerer but um it was actually very similar to if you guys remember that little uh 
the mini that Zach painted the other week. Um, yes. I think his name is Ezrian, and it was like an old wizard who like got his experience from traveling the world instead of from like a traditional wizard school mm -hmm. um, and kind of didn't have like much of, in the way of a family. And he was just kind of this like wanderer um, and was so not very like book smart per se, but very smart in the, in the ways of the world. Um, mm -hmm. And then, and I think I switched to like being a sorcerer a couple sessions before we ended so i didn't have the opportunity to really explore that as much um but i definitely like i don't know i i have a hard time picking anything other than a wizard mm -hmm. <laughs> well yeah, i, I loved yeah, i remember just to give like more context to that as well i remember we built characters during lunch we would go to the yeah. kitchen in our <laughs> office and we would like crack Print, the book printing open. out character sheets like, yes off somebody's, of, like, printing, somebody's printing out hr paperwork and they have to wait for us to finish our, our character sheets <laughs> we're like trying to sneak it before nabila could like come see what was going on like the oh head of our gosh. hr department anyway uh like so it, it, like we i remember sitting down and i was walking through everybody trying to make it like very as, as simple as possible like here are the classes that are going to be very like easy to play fighter uh ranger we had a rogue um a druid you know that was like kind of dabbling into spell casting there was a warlock um but trying not to like overwhelm anyone and michael just would not give it up like you just be, i want to be a wizard no i want to be a wizard i was like okay understanding spell slots is kind of like the hardest part of getting started in D&D. He's like, don't care, I'll figure it out. Like, and sure enough, like you were the most invested <laughs> in like the actual story that was unfolding um, and actually were able to pull <laughs> off uh, some really crazy, like I remember we would get, we would get done with a session on like a Tuesday. And then the next, or whenever we played, and then we, the next day, emails would just be going back and forth yeah. to like people in the office, like, kids, I'm thinking about yesterday. <laughs> you know, like it was like like a full like it would just carry us into the awesome. next week. Do you do you like what's do you remember like a story that came from that game? <sighs> like partic in particular, I'm trying well, to think of like. I mean, I loved the, I loved the back and well, just, and this is not necessarily part of the, the campaign, but just, I love the back and forth. I think when you like worked up the courage to ask Eddie, if we could bring beer, um, <laughs> to the office so that we could all, cause we, I don't know, we were very like nervous about it. Like, mm -hmm. is he going to like fire us for, for yeah. even asking this? But, uh, but that, but he was totally cool with it. I just remember in this kind of, I think. Oh, oh, it was the pizza, the pizza fries from the Starfinder episode today <laughs> made me think, made me think specifically of like before every game, I would literally just go over to 7-Eleven and get like taquitos mm -hmm. and beer. Um, and that was always like my snack when we were yes. playing. Um, it was, it was the most traditional. Though. Yeah, it was the most traditional like D&D setup that I've mm -hmm. ever been a part of where like snacks and drinks, you know, like yeah. in, in person Ugh. snacks and drinks. Uh, and we would get started like, we <laughs> clock out. And then we went to the conference room and played. And I remember Eddie, that's, that's our, our boss at the time was like, yeah, man, you do whatever you want. Like, and, and then we had, we had a girl qu quit. She got a new job and then she kept returning to the office. Yeah. That was after her new job awesome. to play, to like play D and D every other week or whatever. That's yeah. when you know. That's when you yeah. know. That's when you yeah. know. You know you got a good Anyway, great stories. You know, there were a lot of good stories that, that came out of 
that whole experience. So I was, it was jazzed. I was jazzed to have you a part of it, man. It was awesome. Um, so, and here we are. You know. Yeah, I think I think we're obligated to to ask you. There's always like two like a couple of questions. We always ask every board member that comes okay. on pre-pod mm-hmm. to, to share their opinions <laughs> and their stories. And one of those is, who is your favorite NPC from, mm. from the entire yeah. show? Um, it could be anybody. And there is a, a lot of us think there's a right answer. There really isn't. But uh, who's your also, favorite NPC? Ron, Ronnie's wrong. Also, I think this question from now on, it does. you don't have to make it a Starfinder NPC, but Starfinder NPC should be included. I, I agree. agree. Yeah, okay. In the pool. Sure. In the pool. Or one from each. Okay. Yeah, can also right. be, yeah. Um So Whatever's from Pathfinder, and it's definitely going to be like recency bias because I've been super hooked on um, the second season recently. Jeez. Oh, I'd probably have to go with. Um, oh, I really loved the trainer of Akira, Devoku. Um, yeah, and, and obviously, and obviously, he like just we just found him again. So I'm I'm really pumped to see like what the last seven years has done to him. But I loved the whole backstory with him and Akira, like all the cold openings of him uh, training with his magic, and then what was it? The last scene, Akira jumped out to to fight them like stupidly, mm-hmm. and he was like he knocked him out mm-hmm. and was like, no, like I'm doing this. And I was just like, yeah. Um, <laughs> so and I know so I know he hasn't been super present, but I'm just but I think he's the one that I've been most curious about because I feel like he's just a huge badass. Um what what did you say? I, I need no tribe. That was his his big line. Yeah. Gosh. So love yeah. love that. Oh, also just quick, that just made me think of like the the dragon voice in the most recent episode was <laughs> oh just beautiful um that really that really yeah it was great uh, I, I was i was like staying up really late one night to work on some school stuff and i like saw chance post the episode like immediately i was like might as well just listen through while i'm like working on some analysis or whatever and i was playing the the podcast and listening to it and chance had somehow like shifted the dragon voice down some so like it was misaligned with like the rest of the audio uh-huh. and then so like i just heard this like demonic voice just like talking over the podcast and i was like looking over my shoulder like what the hell is going on and i like actually got like super scared and yeah, i like, texted chance it. at like three in the morning it was like i think yeah. the audio is kind of messed up yeah it was solid it was solid um and then starfinder hmm. there hasn't been a whole lot there Very hasn't true. i don't know if so I'm it's either. really hard to make. Yeah, I'm just thinking of like Terika and yeah, she's um, like the the kind of go to, right? Yeah. So I mean, she is, she's she's got a very sweet like Southern charm to her, um, <laughs> and you know, I I'm I'm interested to see how much she like you know how it plays out with Edgecorp and how much she is on Edgecorp's team versus your guys' team and that kind of balance. Because um, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's going to be some some funky politics there. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about Edge Corp. <clears throat> I'm not sure. Um, at least um, they don't tax air. Um, <laughs> Dude, that that's was, true. I love oh, that. Pasta. I love that's that. true. Yeah. yeah. Pasta is yeah. That, that has been <laughs> Man, such the... a fun, like, the beauty of Starfinder that we don't get in base, or, uh, yeah, basically good, I guess. I mean, in, in the Pathfinder campaign, Age of Ashes is kind of the change in scenery so drastically every episode. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that, that's been really yeah, fun to absolutely. me. Like, 
you land on a brand new world, there's a brand new city, there's a brand new society, and you have to like quickly adapt. Um, like earlier, it's very, it's very episodes. Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's absolutely. very like Monster it's, of the Week Star Trek kind of vibe, you know. I, that, and that's what really hooked me was just the the newness of it. You know, obviously, I haven't had the super lot of experience with with Pathfinder, but um, Pathfinder to me feels very Lord of the Rings esque in the in the lore and the history and the magic. And so myself, I haven't gotten into like sci-fi a lot so this is just a whole yeah. fresh setting and then i remember and you guys have talked about this before i think on the pod during the campaign i was scrolling through the list of creatures for starfinder and then saw like starships and i was yes. just like oh my god like that is going to be so <laughs> epic um, yes and yeah. i remember i think you mentioned about it like the, the crazy thing is like if you lose like everyone is just <laughs> dead all um, dead which yes. makes sense. It does. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm excited to see how the dynamics of that play out because I don't know. I'm just picturing like just an epic space battle with like PP11 at the helm. Just freaking like, <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Crazy well, I also, I also oh, just think about the fact that like if you're so like there is two um, suits on the ship though, right? With oxygen. So like and you can like call for help with right. comms or whatever maybe unless you're in the drift then you're actually just done but like i'm just thinking like who gets to live right too because yeah. if there's only two suits yeah who gets to live Ooh. for the next like few hours um because that's, that's a good point really we yeah. should get yeah. some more suits <laughs> we should <laughs> definitely get some more suits. I, believe, <laughs> I believe there are more than two suits there's enough for everybody on the ship to have, okay, well, have a suit so take out but, what i just said it sure. was, i think i think what we i have been recording said, zach can't take it back now it's canon what? everyone has a suit what I think I must have said was, you two were the only ones that are awake. So I was like, there's two suits in there for you guys okay. versus ah, like, okay. there's enough for everyone on board. So yes, you could, you know, potentially get your suit on. But I, I think with Starfire, or yeah, with space combat, most of the time it's like, there's no time. Like the, the, you are, you are just now in combat. So if you want to take some time and go put a suit on, it's going to take X amount of turns to do it. So it's either that or you're just going, you know, um, stakes are super high um, in in Starfinder just in general. Uh, but I really like the way that initiative works in space. We haven't gotten to this yet, but this is just like a peek. behind. Yeah, oh, I remember. I remember what you're going to say. I think. Oh, we'll did we ahead. talk about this? About how that, that you, the, the, you go last with, with yes, the highest initiative the highest so you can like last. see the field. Yeah, I thought, yes. I thought what, when you saying yeah. that got me like extra pumped for it. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I, um, I remember that. But yeah, I, I just think it's great. Like I think of um, you guys know Ender's Game. Yes. Yes. Um, one of like my the, favorite that, books of all time. Yeah, it's me too. And that and that's mm -hmm. one of the first like things that I think of whenever I think of like a space battle um, and things like that. And they, I mean, they had like a hive mind alien ships. Mm -hmm. too, so it was like on a super, pretty unattainable scale for Pathfinder, probably. But <laughs> yeah. um, but just like the the bones of that are probably yeah. there, and so I'm excited for that. The enemy is down. I, I haven't gotten to it, but like looking at the ships, like uh, like gleaning the um, the books and reference material, like there are like ships that have like like there are like our um, what are the big giant cruisers in Star Wars? You know, like the destroyers. Yeah. You know, but like 
like literally it is impossible for like our ship with a gun to damage it. Yes. So like the scale does get yeah. bigger. Like we can get bigger ships right. that can hit bigger ships, but then the big ones can't actually target the little speeders. And so I'm very excited to get to like upper yeah. level starship combat. Yeah, that would be cool to like figure out which ship we want as a crew, what our space game strat is and all that kind yeah. of stuff. It's yeah. going to be hype. Yeah. For sure. I have a question. Um, we talked about what's your favorite NPC. And even though they are NPCs, I want to know what is your what has been your favorite villain or antagonist Ooh, that that's you a have question. and cat encountered? Um I'm not gonna say Belmazog. Because I don't know. I just don't like her. Um, resist the recency. <laughs> Just not a fan. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. Just, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. She's kind of weird. Encounter. And so we were talking a lot about like the hawk earlier. Um, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm sure that, and I don't know if it's cheating for me to just pick him, but uh, the but the, <laughs> the little the encounter in the in the hunter gate. Um, yeah. where you were just dropped in. I know it wasn't a long encounter. It was like a drop in and just get effed and run for mm-hmm. your life. Um, <laughs> I, lo- yeah. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. I, re- I really thought, I honestly thought somebody was going to die at that point. Me too. Yeah. If I remember, yeah. some, somebody got very heavily uh, damaged. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, it was me. Was that was that before you had fire resist? Chris? No, I've always had fire yeah, resist. Well, it just didn't oh, matter. <laughs> we forgot It just about didn't it. matter. Yeah, you were just getting Oh, gone. that's but, right. Oh, yeah, well, I, then, like, I, I had far less at that point anyway. That's true. Yeah. Chance um, threw us into that then, and then immediately put a bunch of... Uh, yeah, put us into, threw us into a war. A giant yeah. Army, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, oh, man. To go, to go off it of that. It was so fun. I'm sorry. To go off of that, um, my favorite encounter or the... I say it's my favorite and it's because it's the one that like just made my kind of jaw drop and it was the perfect like cliffhanger end of an episode was when Calare got poisoned and we weren't sure if um, oh, it was yeah. like the Akutai that did it because he because yeah. he, he had just eaten the peppers. Um, that was brutal. That was And brutal. like I remember just it, I think it was. I, m- I must have still been binging at that point. Um, so I like quickly got to the resolution of it. But mm-hmm. I remember thinking mm-hmm. like if I didn't have like if I had a week to sit there and just be like those fucking Akujai just like <laughs> poisoned yeah. Kalare. And I just like had so many like my mind was blown for a second. And then it was like, oh, it was the gold. And I was like, OK, but still like that just like scenario had so many iterations in my head. Yeah. And I was like, God, I just love this story. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what we were doing whenever chance did that i think that was what okay so like essentially like i just get mad at chance every episode i realize that but right um, I, I remember that episode specifically like we stopped recording and i was still cussing chance out i was like yeah. what the, yeah what the fuck is going on chance come on man and because yeah. you guys had just been eating the peppers right before that, it was such like a lighthearted, like everyone's laughing, yeah. like, oh, yeah. Aaron, I think Aaron ate like the spiciest pepper and everyone was like, oh my God, Aaron's amazing and laughing. And then it was just like, Calera, you are taking 2d6 poison damage like right now. She likes um, coffee yeah. up blood. And, <laughs> it's just like, like uh, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. And I, I think, I think the coolest thing about that following up, cause we, we did, I mean, we had to wait, you know, we waited to play again. Mm-hmm. So, right. 
going through my head was really, really much the same thing. And I think at that moment, we had this like weird, like ceiling moment where we were all like, okay, I think we're just about ready to take on like an entire army of Akujai right now. Like, and it was <laughs> yeah. like, we were ready to do it. Like, I, I think I, I, it's foggy because it's been so long since we did it, but I think it was like we immediately jumped on the farmer who brought the peppers. We're like, listen, mm. you, you sack of shit. Yeah. Like, we're ready yeah. to kill him. And yeah. then, um, uh, is it, was it, uh, Oh, who was it that was like our guide the whole time? Oh, oh, it was Gossip. the oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Nikita. Yeah, Nikita. Yeah, Nikita. She was like, Nikita. okay, hold yeah. on, wait, hold on, <laughs> yeah. no, one, yeah. no one panic. You know, very like trying to keep everything cool, but we were like yeah. ready to to fight, you know? It is so good. It was so funny, like going back into that a week later and being like, okay, so this could either be like a total mistake or like a very big problem. Yeah, you know, like you same. Be like same I scare. almost, I almost killed all of you. <laughs> like, exactly. I almost just like or got killed. You know, whatever. Like, yeah, but man, yeah, for sure. What a great encounter. Well, are there? I guess, I guess we want to definitely like open the floor. I feel like we've been pestering you with questions. Is there anything that you wanted to ask, either us as a group or people directly, um, that we haven't really touched on just yet? Um. I Obviously, we won't prepared. spoil anything for you. So, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I'm very hyped for. Um, yeah, it, here's a question. You guys just tell me everything that happens in episode eight of Starfinder. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll carry this off. Uh, <laughs> no, As of right now, I am I, in the midst of editing episode eight, and. I was telling the guys, it's like, I just find myself sitting and listening and I'm not editing. Like I should be like catching a few, like, you know, stumbles over stuff. And I just like, I don't like, I'm just listening. Cause it's just so entertaining. And then I'll be like, Oh shoot, hold on and go back. But all of it's good. The whole um, episode's been great. So the question, so the, here's a, here's a question, I guess. And this would be for chance. Um, and I know there's a lot of like, haha chances fucking us as a DM, but like <laughs> I, I love your I love your thought process and decision making as a DM, um, and because I, I feel like sometimes I feel like you resolve the situations like very well, and I or you know whether or not it's to the you know enjoyment of the players, it makes for the good story, and I and you know how to do that really well. How I just wanted to know like how many games have you DM'd and like how did you start doing it? Yeah, I um I think I played like one or. F- two times with Jackson at our at our friend's house one time in high school. And I just kind of realized like, if I want to play this game a lot, like someone needs to DM. And so I just kind of like took that up on myself. I feel like that's just kind of my like personality to be way more invested in like a game like this than other people. So I just kind of took that on and um, did some really shitty one shots or I did, I I did a really bad job. I, we were, we were learning the rules and I like thought like getting, like hitting a, hitting a 20 was a crit, not just a natural 20. So like all Uh. of the players just were like, Oh, I guess you crit again. Okay. Well you crit again, you know, like, and so just like learning the rules, I was really bad, but we, um, eventually I just picked up rise of the rune Lords, the, um, the uh, very first adventure path, Pathfinder 1E published, and me and Jackson and two of our other friends ran that for six years, and then Ronnie and Silas and Jackson and I did it, it Crimson Curse of the Crimson Throne, the second AP we ever ran, and so I've been, mm-hmm. I've, I think I've been like eight years now, and 
I've got the DM's curse. I think Jackson told me about that. Apparently, there's mm. something called the DM's curse, and when you start, you just never want to yeah, give it that. up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, jokingly, because actually, I've been loving playing again. Like playing as a Joni has been like really, really fun. Because as a DM, you'll just get so many fun ideas for characters, and you just want to play them. And uh, so yeah, but it's it's been eight years probably now, and like. Like I was kind of saying earlier, like even though I've been playing for so long, it feels like every session or every few weeks I like learn a new mechanic or I find a rule that we just were doing totally wrong or find a new spell that I never heard of or, you know, like, you know, find out more lore that I want to add into our, like our canon. So like being a DM, like it's like always learning how to make it better, you know? Um, and so, yeah, it's it's been a long time, but it, it just kind of. What did they say? Like 10,000 hours? You get good at something yeah, if you do it for 10,000 hours. So yeah. that's what it kind of feels like. So. Yeah. And like, and just like to go off that, like, I think the the way that you use Rinale is, is a very just like low key, like, I'm just going to slip some info to like, how does this happen? Or like, what's going to happen if the rest of the party does this? Like, here's this expendable some semi-expendable we still care about you and we'll throw you yeah. a health potion but like eat this flames <laughs> real quick um or she'll like ask a question that you're that you're just like hey guys like why are you not asking about this and so i i love how you kind of just like drop that in there and i feel like that's a good vehicle for just like some some dm player interaction that's not just like you slapping them in the face with like hey you need to do this right mm -hmm. right zach and i just talked about that today at lunch on my walk we were mm -hmm. i called them and we were talking about um like dmpcs and that's kind of what renali has turned into yeah, absolutely and um and he was like do you like that do you enjoy that and i said like in a perfect world like i prefer just the players versus me kind of like kind of setup but I it, like I told Zach, it just like it didn't feel right. Like I felt like Renali was integral to the story, yeah. And it felt whack to just kind of toss her aside. And so I, I let it play out, even though it's not optimally like what I want. But like you said, like it, she's been a really good vehicle and a very fun way. And, and, and like similar to like Alec, Alec kind of was yeah. in season one was like a really so I, like I like having someone to kind of communicate to the party frequently but maybe not for you know an entire season right of, right. <laughs> of having to keep up with their 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 actions in combat yeah, and all the monsters and stuff but yeah along with that that's part of the like you mentioned like a vehicle for like the story which i think the one of the best things that chance introduced to the show and I don't know if you did this with other campaigns that you've run chance or not, but the cold open and being able to tell a story through the lens of no one, you know, while so so that you're getting facets of a story that like we don't know, you know, we as players don't know or we as we as characters don't know. Um, and that helps kind of paint a full, broad picture. And really, Michael, if you're a lore junkie, like helps build that. You know, yeah. it helps build I, that, that. I was just, just going to say, like, I rem I distinctly remember loading up the first episode and just being dropped into the, however long it was, like hour of just, or, you know, maybe it was 30 minutes, but like you just doing all the cold open for all the characters in a row. Um, 
And I just remember so being like, what am I listening to? This is like amazing. Uh, you know, it just it, it felt like it just felt like a like a storybook, like a new book that I was diving into. And that's kind of how I've always looked at it um, since I've gone through it. So, yeah, props to props to all you guys for that. And just the way the way that the people stories like obviously Calare is is kind of front and center with her her backstory being intertwined with the lore. But I'm always just like, how do they make the encounters work so well to just like fill the lore and also be like such a gripping part of the character's story? So just, yeah, all around. Yeah, that's definitely some chance magic in there. Um, yeah. <laughs> he, he did that yeah. a lot in um, some of our previous campaigns where he like tried to either like have a little side story going on that related heavily to like characters backstories. Um, but I think he really perfected it and basically good, right? Like he he makes it feel like the AP is something he wrote, which is like one of the coolest things ever. Um, and like obviously, like a lot of that has to do with like us communicating with him and cooperating and like secret DMs that nobody else knows about, but the two of us, or you know, like calling and figuring out like minute details of like characters' backstory. So it's definitely a collaborative process. But Chance kind of has that cinematic mind to pull it all together. Like it really does like feel like the mcu kind of it feels like we all had our own individual movies and like this is yeah. like in game right for so sure. <laughs> it's for been sure. a cool a yeah. really cool process except for zach had, i don't know what zach the had like the gripping uh never, zach yeah. had like the the gripping scene with his dad before you guys left to go through the hunter gate oh, i think so that good. was a that was good um yeah i think yeah. as as listeners fun. and just like as players like it we're just I feel like we're all ready to go back home in a way like it, <laughs> yeah. it feels like it feels like yeah. we've been in the jungle like mentally you yeah. know mm-hmm. and so uh, which is good like and that's and I said like I told them like this is gonna be a really grindy season like it's it's a huge sandbox and and I don't, and I don't know I I wanted to do all the survival checks and all the water and food and like I wanted it to feel like rough you know without making it too rough for the listeners to be like this is super boring you know encounter 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 but i wanted it to like leave some kind of wear and tear on the on the adventures yeah i like the correlation of like the eight totems for the eight uh pokemon badges mm-hmm. that was very uh, yeah. yeah yeah that's good <laughs> all right the other important question oh yeah 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 what should our party name be <laughs> the most important question this is on your shoulders you are a member of the board and we are in need (laughs) um shit guys damn we've never been stumped this hard i feel like i knew i knew that it was going to be asked because i've heard you ask it before but i just didn't even (laughs) think about it for a split second today um None of us do. God, yeah, like what? I mean, Banger and Gang just kind of just melt, like just kind of came out, right? No, every other so party much. we've ever had, it has been so easy. Just it's like so easy. obvious. Man. And this one is just not. We just can't figure it out. Yeah, all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna like follow suit on a couple other people that I've seen in the Discord and probably start over. Um, I'll work on it. All right, I'll workshop. It. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> cool. Okay. That sounds great. Right. We'll, we'll get a private. Uh, we'll do it in a hero only chat. We'll start an yeah. official media yeah. and have a quorum. And, yeah. I feel like we're never going to have a, a town hall. 
And you know what? And so, and so we may be running into a situation where like, so I'm in DC, I'm a, uh, Formerly the Redskins, currently the the football team um, fan. <laughs> the Washington we could be running team. into a situation yeah. of where you are just like the gang. You know, it's kind of a because they're the only ones that don't have a name. Is it's kind of a cool thing. That's kind of my opinion on it. So like, oh, okay, you know, I don't want any other football teams to go by the football team because that would make it weird. But you could just be like the no name gang. Um, the no name, nameless, the the uh, the faceless men. Who knows? Faceless <laughs> and Claire. Yes. And Claire. And Claire. And Claire. <laughs> I love that. I love it. That yeah. is that is That's good. I good. think there's teeth to that. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll run with it. We'll run with it. Speaking of faceless men, what do you have any uh any conspiracy theories on like the masters or any any kind of like predictions oh. you want to make? For either game. Yeah, for, for either game. game. Ooh. Man. I, I remember the I remember specific, fuck no I can I can't make it I can't make an informed prediction right now I have to I have to <laughs> okay, fair, okay, I really fair. have I really have because I really I have to dive in if I'm gonna make a prediction I, <laughs> yeah uh, um, you can't put this on was, me right now that was always my favorite part of watching Game of Thrones live like when it was coming out which is trying to come up with what was gonna happen next yeah and, and formulating theories yeah. and stuff so just whiteboarding it in your head that's right yeah, yeah. and then the no episode comes what. and like it it didn't happen or it didn't yeah. Happen. <laughs> well, um, hopefully you will end the campaign better than uh, the Game of Thrones show. Oh, that's oh, really God. God. <laughs> I don't oh, think it'll be hard, honestly. Please. Yeah. <laughs> well, we told Chance he's required to give us a ghost warning if there's going to be ghosts in the, in the True. Next yeah. chapter. <laughs> yes! That's a new development. Zach didn't give us a ghost warning and we almost <laughs> died. Listen! Yeah. I did nothing Screw wrong. You, I still Zach. stand by it. Yeah. It's, not, I, it's not me. It's your fault. You guys should have been prepared for the fire, the fire no resistant and incorporeal creature. I love. I think. I think the listeners actually got left out of an integral part of that episode where Chance had methodically prepared with the rest of the group on how to fight this thing if it had resistances. And then as soon as I was like, "Oh, it actually can't be hurt by a fire," <laughs> the sound of his hands going up in the air was missed. Like, wasn't that picked was, up. He was just oh like, my gosh. "Well, then we can't hit it." Like <laughs> that was uh, that was one of the ones. Do. That was one of the ones where I immediately was like, "Oh my god, what is this creature?" And I was like, "Googling yeah. it forever." And like, I, I, I think, think I was like, yeah, to me. "Yeah, I was like, You're I was like, like how do you spell this thing?" Um, god, I yeah, sat on that for two months because we we record, you know, every two months or whatever. But I sat on that for two months, like being like, "I cannot Google it. I'm a player. I'm not allowed yeah. to look at its stats." You know, yeah. like, and I was just like. Okay, if it's a ghost, then I could I know this about ghosts, you know, like I like yeah. could do all the prep on my side and then I just had to wait and just see what it was. But I guess that's Yikes. a little bit of a peek behind the curtain. Yeah, we record uh, Starfinder episodes once a month, like one random Saturday in a month. Um, cause we only two release months. them once a month, every two every months. months. Really? Yeah. yeah. We record every two months. We need to start recording every month. Holy sheesh, yeah. bro. <laughs> uh, but, what are we doing? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it's always I think that's like it, it it's a detriment but also a benefit because like right. the characters feel new every time but yeah, we record sure. like two or three episodes at once. So like we are like dived in for like eight hours and we're like yeah. living in this space. And I think that's one of the reasons why I have this like really awful like worry that like episode eight is just not gonna be what everybody's expecting it to be. <laughs> no, I, I think no it will way. be because it was like so good like for, so for us even as players. But like, yeah, I definitely think that was a byproduct of just like 
kind of yeah. sitting in these characters for like so many hours. Yeah. And it was like Episode nine o'clock at night. Is... We've been playing since like one and you know, <laughs> that's good. It's funny. I go, cause I have like the complete opposite experience because I literally go from like one campaign right into the next when I'm, when I'm listening. Um, and I, I think that I was going to ask you actually, cause I was like the biggest, the biggest thing that I have to like mentally reset is the numbers because of the lower <laughs> end level. And it's like, Somebody's like, I got a 14 on a perception check, and I'm just like, oh, you're you're dead. And it's like, no, you just read the whole room. And I was like, oh god, okay. Well, you have to like, we're still on the opening, yeah, opening bit here. Um, but yeah. Yeah, the damages and stuff. Like somebody, I don't somebody, somebody what, fourteen uh, damage. Jackson hit like a 84 damage crit in uh in Pathfinder, <laughs> and then it was yes. like and then it was like I listened. And then like thirty minutes later, it was like I just critted you for like thirteen, and I was like, okay, yeah, and mental reset. We're on level one yeah. right now. And, yeah. and hearing thirteen playing is like, are you dead? Are you yeah, down? Yeah. Like, are you dead? Yeah. dead? Like, it's a mm, lot, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, and like completely switching systems too, because yeah, we we kind of talk about um, Starfinder being kind of this in between with some of the aspects of like first edition and some of the aspects of second edition that they were kind of exploring. Um, but like I think the the biggest change is definitely like the the three action system back down to the two action system. Yeah. Or like time. the the move yeah. action um standard action. So like that yeah. is probably like Full the action. hardest part yeah. for me cuz like I think that's we talked about whenever we first started like that was one of our favorite things about uh Pathfinder 2E is that the three action system, you know, even at level 1 just makes it feel like you can do so much more and the yeah. combats feel like they're a lot faster because the action economy is so much bigger. So I don't know, but that's also like a really interesting kind of change. Yeah. And I think, I think as, as we get higher levels, like, like, I mean, all systems, they like, you can do more per turn, but as of right now, like hearing Joni be like, I pull out my sword and I say, go get him. And that's your turn. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) you know, that sucks to not be able to do much. more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm excited to hit like late. I mean, we're only level eight in Pathfinder and we're already doing like 80, 80 crits. I mean, yeah. I remember the final, like the final fight of Curse the Crimson Throne was versus this dragon. The dragon was level 25. You guys were level like 18. Mm-hmm. And then Silas did like a crit on the boss or like he was a, a crit bill, but you did like 200 something damage. And oh, I mean, it was it, nuts. Yeah. It, it yeah. gets yeah. so <laughs> big. The character was know? just a one shot wonder. Yeah. I think That's we calculated awesome. it like in, in that campaign specifically. We So we kind of did this weird thing where we hyper min maxed in Curse, Curse of the Crimson Throne. Mm-hmm. Um, and we like just dealt a ton of damage, but like we could have died at any given, like one breath weapon oh, yeah. that we failed would have killed everybody but Duras. Like um, our whole party was I a glass cannon. Yeah. I think we, I think we like calculated, like I think my character, Mordric, if he like crit multiple times or something like that, he could like hit for like 600 damage in a turn and like, like good God. Well, no, this is the crazy thing about it. Sick. My character's sick. best turn was was i think was was a little bit less damage than your character's best turn like best turn like possible most damage my character could do that once yours could do that like <laughs> 10 rounds in a row yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like i had to use everything i could to do that yeah. that's just kind of like what your character could do your gunslinger, yeah, gunslinger was nuts yeah yeah <laughs> rough but yeah awesome. I'm, I'm excited mm-hmm. uh, it's gonna be fun for both campaigns yeah. For sure. Absolutely. For sure. 
Well, dude, we are we're getting. I mean, I feel like every time we have a guest, we go to like forty-five. So that's pretty simple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. I think it's a good time. Thirty um, in but enough. Is there, thirty in enough. Let's be real. Just think. Um, but before we we go here, uh, I think this is a question that's been brought up. Uh, but who who do you in either Starfinder or or uh, basically good like who of of the PCs do you like like mesh with the most like who do you who do you align with who do you think that you would get along with most that is most like you you know why kind of thing i just like that question in general like who do you who's your soulmate the answer the answer is aaron absolutely yes and so like of course of course like i just having a relationship at irl with zach i liked Urkel from the start, but like, I don't know, sure. Jackson, like you were like one off, just like one liners and quips. Um, in <laughs> just like the, the, I don't know. There's so many situations where you're just like, Aaron starts crying or something, you know, just like, <laughs> it, you know, th- things like that, that are, you, I don't know. You, you seem to know the funniest thing to say at the funniest moment. Um, and it always gets me and I just love that. And then, but also like, you're just like the badass wizard that like had, you know, I'll shoot freaking. What you did, I think, what, what was it, the big boss fight with when you did the magic missiles on the boss, the rain? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. When she was four separate things and, like, knocked that out in one turn. I was like, fuck mm-hmm. yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> so, I, because, because I, like, when I was riding in the car, I was like, you said magic missile. And I was like, oh, my God, like, do that. Yeah. And then, like, you did it. And I was like, oh, yeah. It like, worked. You know, that was so yeah. sick. Um, and so, and then, and then it's just like, obviously I, I have an affinity for the wizard. Um, I just love the, I don't know the, the support role of being there where like you have all these powers, but you're very laid back and, and kind of reserved, but you're always ready for a, a funny quip here and there to lighten the mood. Um, but yeah, I, I always enjoy listening to, to what he has to say. I appreciate it. I love you. We Aaron. love Aaron. We all love mm-hmm. Aaron. He's a sweet boy. <laughs> he is a sweet, a sweet boy. boy. Yeah, I feel like also we haven't gotten a lot of insight into Aaron yet. And that That's is very like, true. That is that to me, I, I think I was talking to Chance about this the other day too. Like that to me is like so exciting because I feel yeah. like there's so many Aaron fans and we like we just don't know Aaron that well. Like we we have a lot of like insight into his like carry nature and everything and like his his present, but we don't have like there's been some callbacks like in season one there were a couple of things that it was like you notice this and you kind of can connect things but he like has been very tight-lipped about it with the rest of us mm-hmm. and that is just exciting mm-hmm. oh what <laughs> what was the... so it's gonna be really cool to see the future of aaron too i don't yeah. i don't want to mess anything up but there was something and i can't remember what discussion it was but but he, someone asked something of Aaron, and he said, "I have," or like I, like he, he said something, and that oh, was. Have, have, you have you ever wanted to die? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Have you ever wanted yeah. to die? Yes. Or have you ever lost someone you love? Those were two times <laughs> yeah. where he said, "I have," or "Yes," yeah. and didn't say <laughs> anything else. Yeah. One yeah. with Boz, like one that, with Urkel. It's so perfect. Mm-hmm. So yeah, perfect. that was yeah the, the, the Urkel one recently where you, have you wanted yes. to die before? And he said, "Yes." Yeah. And that's all I said. I was like, "Man, it was that like, is, holy cow." <laughs> that and uh, the drinking game with Boz back in season one the was one game. of my favorites all time. Yeah. Like, I love Aaron, and I think I've mentioned it before. I love Aaron's 
willingness to be open about certain things and then immediately you're not going to get that out yeah of me. like yeah. being able to turn like flip a switch take a drink next question you know like we're mm-hmm. not talking about that i just think he is like there's a lot that's sacred to aaron it, that you might be able to just pull out of the rest the other three of us you know like but he is like i we're not going there you know until i want to we're not going there it's awesome it's lit it's exciting <laughs> it's it is lit, lit. It's lit. <laughs> well, dude, it's been a freaking joy. I feel like we could sit here and talk yeah. forever. Yeah, um, for sure. It's it's been on great, great questions. Thanks again for kind of sharing, you know, just a little bit of your evening with us. But more than anything, from the bottom of our heart, it tickles us every time we get to have people that are such giant fans, um, you know, on. And so thank you for your support. Thank you for listening and for commenting on the discord and for kind of fueling the fire that we have going here to, to make more stuff. It's just, it's so cool to have you around, dude. Absolutely, man. I'm, I'm definitely in it for the long haul. Um, you know, I'm happy to, to support you guys, um, for, for as long as I can to help you put out, you know, the, the, the best stuff. Um, I'm excited to, to see where it goes for sure. And I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, but yeah, yeah. Thank you. Amazing. Yes. Well, Chance, do you want to say the thing about us being ready to play D and D? You want to say that? Do you want to say? The oh thing? yeah, oh, I can. You, I yeah. am ready to play D and D. I am too. Well, you know, now that you say it, I guess. Yeah. Um, do we need roll twenty? Oh, and uh, and get, get working on those t-shirts because I want one. Oh yeah. my god. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Business meeting. Business meeting this weekend, and mm-hmm. we're finalizing. We have. We believe we found an artist. Awesome. So we're gonna get. Yeah. It, it is fantastic. Like I yeah. think this is. This is exactly what we're looking for. So I'm I think pumped. I'll be the first one to buy one. <laughs> Amazing. So by the time right. that you, the listener, is hearing this, there is a greater chance that we have a t-shirt than <laughs> <Yeah>. in this <laughs> True. True. Yeah.